Welcome to Adapt Energy, a Pantech design podcast. As the world pivots to new forms of energy, now more than ever, it is critical that we explore new ideas and automated technologies to adapt to a changing energy market. On Adapt Energy, you will learn about these technologies and trends straight from the leading experts in the industry as we seek to answer a simple question. What is energy automation and why does it matter to you? Hello and welcome to Adapt Energy, brought to you by Pantech Design. I'm your host, James Kent. If you're new to the show, thanks for finding us. And if you've listened before, thanks for tuning into this episode. Remember to catch all past and future episodes of the program, subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Often on Adapt Energy, we bring you the latest on energy automation technology with thought leadership from experts in the field. And of course, our resident home energy guru, Troy Morgan, CEO of Pantech Design. But today, along with Troy, we have a different type of expert joining us. And I'm pretty excited about him because his perspectives and experience with home energy automation is perhaps the most important. He's a homeowner and early adopter of Adapt Energy. His name is George Ortiz. Droy and George, welcome to Adapt Energy. How are you both doing today? Doing great. Doing fine. Happy to be here. Super. Now, George, you live in Florida where severe weather and power outages are like peas and carrots. Were those factors in your home energy automation solutions? Take me through your journey and how you came to adopt this technology for your home and what type of types of solutions did you put together? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's crazy here in Florida with uh, afternoon storms, hurricanes. It, it was definitely always on our radar when we purchased the home to where, hey, we need some sort of backup solution. So yeah, well, uh, since the beginning, researching solar, researching generators, researching all types of stuff, uh, we ended up uh, looking at solar, you know, because we're the sunshine state. So it just makes sense, right? Yeah, sun, good. That's a good start. Yeah, that's right. So so uh, once we started looking at that and uh, I agreed uh, to, to, hey, let's let's move forward with solar. This 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 looks great, sounds great. The prices have gone down. Uh, it just makes sense. And uh, once we've got that ball rolling, we got uh, the schematics back from uh, our contractor, and I was so pumped and excited, you know. And then I noticed something that was weird, and I asked our electrician and the guys. I'm like, hey. Uh, this looks like the system would shut off if my power cuts off. Uh, wh- what's up with that? And, uh, and I guess that's a common misconception of, of, of solar that a lot of customers don't realize to where for safety purposes, for the people that work on the power lines, the system needs to shut down to where it's not feeding power back. In my research, I really didn't see that <laughs> until I saw it. So, you know, I want to you know, jump in with a little story because I do not live in Florida. Uh, I live in a different weather uh, situation. I live in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. And so we have, you know, extreme uh, cold and snow issues. And that's exactly right. There are things that go on in my house that I kind of just assume might work if the power's out. For instance, uh, my my water, but I live in a more rural area, and so I have a well and a pump. Well, guess what? That pump does not work if the power went down. And, you know, in some of the rural areas where I'm at, 
bad weather situation, you could be down for several days. And that's not, no joke. Um, and then I even have something like a pellet stove. Uh, and that's great because I can get, you know, heat and I have the, the bags of wood chips. But guess what? Power goes out. That goes out because it starts with electricity. That's right. Yeah. And, I, and you know, my thought was, hey, I'm going to have solar. I'll have power uh, when the power is out. Um, and that, that wasn't quite the case. <laughs> So that's when, you know, they said, hey, the only way that you can get around this is to where you can still be producing power and still have power to your home is having a battery backup. I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds fantastic. So, you know, start a research in that. And that's when uh, I guess the Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole started opening up. And uh, and that's when I found about found out about uh, Pantech and uh, Adapt Energy and and yeah, I, I saw uh, multiple YouTube videos of uh, of Troy and 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 the Sonin battery, and I was like, I was sold. I was like, this is this is genius. This this makes sense. You know, it's it, it just you're not. It doesn't make any sense not getting a battery backup and having uh, some sort of home automation for for a power solution. Uh, if you're going solar, you know, it, it, it just makes sense. So, you know, you started with the solar and then, you know, you add in the Sonnen Equalinks home battery. And Correct. then I guess you need to have all of this talking to each other. So is that how Adapt Energy fits in? I mean, what was the process there? How did you come to make those specific decisions about what's the right technology solution for your home? Yeah. So when I started researching the battery backup, which is the uh, Sonin, you know, I, I looked at all these different ones that are out there and the Sonin one was by far um, the better solution, not just because it was AC coupled, but the, the battery technology, uh, the, the lithium iron phosphate batteries that are in there, they're just, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a big green person as in like, Hey, I'm like, marching down the streets for green solutions, you know, but, uh, these batteries don't have any cobalt, which, you know, is better for the environment, uh, better for, 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 for the, uh, mining industry when it comes to that type of stuff. So it, it just, it, it was a better solution for, for what I wanted, you know, all around. When you started your home automation journey, were there perceptions you had on what you thought the benefits of this technology would bring to you in your home? And then what types of results did you notice once these solutions were in place? Anything surprising? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Troy, you know, gave me uh, some information when we started uh, looking at this stuff and see how this technology could work and... Uh, adapt you know no pun intended there again <laughs> with my home uh needs here in florida like i said earlier is just a, a normal thunderstorm summer thunderstorm you know you get 50 60 mile per hour winds just you know uh, uh where the first thing guess what uh, is power loss um when those thunderstorms pass through uh, but not anymore you know, um, the battery kicks in, the Sonin Adapt Energy uh, actually warns me before an event happens. So it's already, you know, charging my batteries, uh, getting my house prepared for the storm. And that's that's that that in itself was was a selling point for me. OK, now now hold on there. Now, <laughs> I, want that, I want to break that down for a second. Uh, so you're saying that bad weather is in the area. Your system 
is plugged into knowing that there's some potential issues happening with the weather and it starts a warning and a process so that if the power goes out, it's already ready to go? Yeah, yeah, that that's exactly right. I get notification on my phone uh, uh, saying, hey, there is a uh, weather event about to happen. Um, and it actually does allow me to choose what I want it to do. Uh, hey, should I get ready for this storm? Or, you know, just go about my day and, 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 and don't do anything. <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, so yeah, the, the, the system itself is preemptively scanning for weather events and I get notified and it prepares my house to, 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 to take care of it. So obviously you're protected now from having these outages, but since you've had these solutions in place, has there been times where if you didn't have those solutions in place, you most likely would have experienced a power outage? Oh, for sure. I mean, we've already had uh, multiple power outages since the system's been installed. Uh, hurricane season already passed. We've had multiple events to where power was out and I still had power at the house. You know, and neighbors are coming around like, hey, how's this guy have power? You know, there's they don't hear a generator going because uh, it's it's a battery. It's silent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's we've had countless uh, actually multiple people come to my house to charge their phones because you can't charge your phone when there's power out. You know, it's a very important thing at this day and age. So I don't know what the typical range of how long the power outages usually are in your area, but is there a particular, I mean, again, no battery is going to last forever, right? So, I mean, if, if something's down for several days or weeks, I mean, you, can, you can't necessarily plan for that. That might be hopefully a once in a 50 year event or something, but maybe Troy can jump in with this is what's the typical, you know, span that the battery could cover for you in a power outage event? Well, James, you touched on a very important piece of what Adapt Energy really does. And, you know, when, when George started the process of understanding how to tie Adapt Energy in uh, and, and a battery to the solar that he'd already chosen to, to go with, he realized that having a battery is going to be great, but the battery can only power so many things or so much, yeah. right? So we have to or, or you just spend $350,000 and get a battery that can power everything for a long period of time. Well, that's what I do because I have a bag of money I keep in the basement. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, that's, that's what we all do, right? So because we, we've got to be a little bit practical and pragmatic about how we, how we spend our money in, in a lot of cases, what we do is we buy a Sonin battery like, like George did, that's a 20 kilowatt hour battery. And, and the battery has an inverter in it that can only supply a certain amount of power at a given time, which is 8,000 watts or 8 kilowatts. So that means if you have uh, your air conditioners running, your pool pump running, your hot water heaters running, your, you know, the, your stoves on, and the power goes out, you, you might have been drawing at that point upwards of 12,000 you know, 13,000 watts. Yeah. And that would have overloaded the battery's inverter. Cause as soon as that power goes out, the battery does just take over immediately and it gets slammed with all this power requirement or load. Yeah. So back to what adapt energy does, we shut things down very, very quickly. So we stay ahead of that problem 
and we make sure step one, that battery inverter is going to be okay and we're not going to overload it. And then step two, George gets to make some decisions at this point. He gets to say, all right, I don't think I'm going to need uh, my hot water heater or my washer, my dryer, you know, the things that he has control over. And what he's really doing is he's making a decision about how he feels really about this power outage. And, and what that really pertains to is how long the battery is going to last. If he feels like, I, I can tell you right now, and I, I, I know this for a fact, if it's hurricane stuff, you have no clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. You have no clue how long this power outage is going to be. And George will run on the bare minimums. And that battery might last for, I, I don't know, uh, a day or more. And, and now you're waiting for sun to come back, even if you don't have power when the sun comes back, because the battery sort of helps the solar inverters stay on. Now you can sort of recharge that battery and you could uh, handle a long-term outage with this type of solution. I mean, that's fantastic. Uh, I like the idea that you know you probably have a, a set of settings that you say okay uh, this is my standard set of settings in case power goes out and then when you know what type of event you have that's when you can start modifying um, because you know if it's in all likelihood something you may be down for an hour or two hours i can imagine that those settings are going to be different than like you said if a hurricane's coming up you have to prepare for a potential multi-day event that's absolutely right the the three o'clock uh, storms and and I actually got the opportunity to go visit uh, George's house and and spend time with him and his family and um, you know play around with the system and even get it set up for him uh, during that that time I was there I want to say it was around four days three or four days something like that uh, there was a storm every day at around three o'clock it's just a thing and so if they have an outage during that t- period of time, uh, that's normally, and, and George, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's like, you know, an, an hour or less type deal. And he just, he can just run uh, his battery, you know, uh, the, the whole time and not really have to shut down a whole lot. Right, George? Yeah, that's, that's right. I mean, um, you know, when those storms pass through during the summertime, sometimes those events happen, they pass by, like what you said, you know, 15, 20 minutes, but they're, they're pretty brutal sometimes. So you know, they knock out power and, uh, yeah, yeah, not, not in my home. You know, I still have <laughs> battery. I still have, uh, the adapt energy. Um, and like what, what Troy said, I can choose what I want to be on. What, what in my mind is critical, you know? So critical in here in Florida is AC, right? AC is probably the most critical, especially at least for my wife and, and my kids. Uh, they, they like a, a decently, uh, cooled home. So when, when these storms pass by, uh, especially during summer, um, humidity is 100%. The, it's 90 degrees. It might cool down during the storm, but uh, right when the storm passes, it's, it's, it's baking again. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely important to have uh, AC running. And the system's able to uh, control that. You know, turn off my dryer if my wife was doing uh, laundry. Uh, turn off the water heater. No one needs showers right now, you know, uh, stuff like that. So, so yeah, it's, it's fantastic that I have complete control over my system and, and, and still have the critical systems online that I need. Troy, we've already just talked about a lot of, uh, great benefits, I think, for homeowners of the system. But I think one question a listener might have 
is how do you come up with some of these home energy automation solutions you put into Pantech Designs products? Uh, you use your own home as sort of a test development lab for adapt energy and energy automation. I want to hear more about that and how your own personal experiences play into the solutions you provide. Certainly. Um, you, you actually said it beautifully. Um, my home is the lab. And I experience all kinds of things living in Texas that with respect to storms, I'm sure everybody remembers what happened to us over the winter, you know, a couple months ago. I mean, that was a, that was a major, major event, a a once in a generation type event. And what's beautiful about that is I learn things. I try things. I, I uh, put the system through uh, different circumstances and situations that allow me to have ideas. And my whole team uh, and I, we will sit down and I'll go, hey guys, you know what? I It would have been great if, or I tried this and this was the result. And maybe we should add some things to our software uh, to you know handle this is or that. Um, an example is um, solar predictability. Um, that's something that that we're that we're working on right now. That's uh, quite difficult to be accurate with, and then what to do with it after you you have predicted that tomorrow it's going to be cloudy. So there's all these things that that we do to to live with the system and learn from it and and try uh, to innovate uh, the product itself. You know, on previous episodes of the show, Troy, I've heard you talk a lot about clean energy uh, and how people have some perceptions about solar energy, what it can do for them versus what it actually does and how it can be a great thing, but it also may not optimize and provide the consistent power that its customers got solar for in the first place. And in the case of George, he isn't just relying on solar power for his home. He has that combination of the battery and the adapt energy. So, is that kind of the, the perfect solution for home energy optimization? And if so, can homeowners achieve the other benefit that, let's face it, every homeowner wants, and that is to achieve long-term savings? Yes. Um, one of the beautiful things about having solar and a battery and a system managing what's going on is you, you can accomplish something called daily cycling or another way to say it is self-consumption. I like the daily cycling phrase because it more perfectly defines it. Essentially what this means is you're gonna take solar power to power the home, but at the same time you're doing that, you're also gonna charge the battery. And then at night, when the sun goes down, you are essentially gonna take that stored sunlight and you're gonna use that stored sunlight to power the home for as long as you possibly can. And, and a system that's well-optimized could probably get you all the way through uh, the night. And then the next day, when the sun comes back up, we start that process over again. Now, what's beautiful about that is if you didn't have the battery, during the day when the sun is super bright and you're getting your, your maximum output from your solar system, in most cases, 
we're, we're not, our, our lifestyles are not so regimented that right at that moment is when we're going to do our laundry and when we're going to do our dishes and when we're going to essentially use a bunch of power. So what ends up happening is you end up taking that solar power and dumping it onto the grid. And in some cases, you might get paid for that. In some cases, you might not. The point is, it's gone. You didn't get to use it. It's lost. But when you have solar coupled with a battery like George does, you you do get to use it because you're going to you're going to store it so you can use it later. So you end up optimizing the 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 generation of power, but also the use of the power for uh, a later time. And it's a beautiful marriage. Well, I, th- I think as, you know, for homeowners out there, and I, hey, I'm a homeowner, uh, one of uh, those misconceptions is that idea that, well, if we go solar, we won't have any energy bills at all. But I'm guessing that that's not necessarily true. If you're not optimizing that solar and getting the most out of it, there may be times where you're still going to get a bill from your local energy company. Is that is that a correct assessment? It's certainly correct for me. And I've got a rather large solar system. Uh, and I still end up probably seeing about, uh, I think I'm about 30% uh, of my power I generate and I pay for 70%. Uh, and that's in a, in a given year. Uh, George, what about you? Where are you at? Yeah, I'm actually doing pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so I've been, And that's the beauty about this Adapt Energy, where you can kind of tweak certain things uh to adjust and actually see what where you're consuming the most power Mm. so i i I, you know my biggest of course was ac which i kind of already knew you know but there's some other other things too that i didn't know uh like cycling of my water heater during the night when no one's using it you know um that was interesting and i was able to see it with adapt energy um and and basically put a schedule on my water heater to turn off because um as of course troy knows uh, there there's there's these breakers that are uh, controllable so i can control the breakers in my house on a schedule via the uh, adapt energy and turn off my water heater at a certain time when i know no one's going to be taking a shower at two o'clock in the morning you know uh so so that alone saved uh saved me uh, power on my on my bill uh, per month. Um, as for a monthly bill, um, I used to pay around during the summer times around three hundred bucks. Uh, that was like my average two to three hundred dollars uh, during the summertime. I'm right now averaging around twenty dollars a month. Wow! So it's it's a it's a dramatic change, and that's that's without me uh, upgrading some of my appliances, including my AC unit that's pretty old that's not very efficient. So I, I think if I change that out, you know, to a more efficient unit, I I think I would be net zero. And uh, I don't know if Troy is lucky enough to be to have net metering. Uh, up in Texas, but I have net metering at my house. So I'm, when I do send back power, I'm getting paid for it. So Mm. George, you're my hero today uh, (laughs) because uh, that is, I think the most important part of all of this, right? Is that you said at the beginning, you know, look, everybody wants to be green, uh, you know, and that's, I don't think there's a single person who doesn't somewhere feel that it's important to try to conserve energy and, you know, be as sustainable as possible. Uh, But 
dollars and cents, you do want to see savings from your investment. So, you know, you put all these things in place and that's great unless it doesn't really help you save anything. So that's really the key is now you have tools in place to get savings and optimize savings. I think that's pretty tremendous. Absolutely. I want to use a phrase that my wife shared with me early on, because I'm excited about all this cool technical stuff and, you know, all the things that we do and, and I'll show her new things. Hey babe, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And, you know, she, she's always been very uh, accommodating and very nice about the fact that the house is the lab and, and whatnot, but I'll never forget me bringing her uh, an application that I, that I was working on, you know, a phone app for a front end of adapt energy and say, what do you think of this? And she kind of says, you know, honey, I love this stuff. I love the way our stuff works. Um, all that information is really cool that I can see and, and whatever. But she says, you know, what I really care about is, am I winning or losing? Yep. That's it. That's all I want to know. And I thought, how, what a beautiful thing to focus on. Because at the end of the day, I think that's what the consumer uh, really does care about. And, and there, are, there are varying uh, degrees of that. Winning might not mean I'm saving the most amount of money. Winning might mean I'm using the least amount of power and or I've produced uh, a lot more power because I've I've squeezed on my system using adapt energy's capabilities. I've I've done the things that George was talking about, the 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 recognizing that I don't need to run my hot water heaters at night, you know, those types of things. And, and Adapt Energy provides those tools. Um, and I want to brag on George one, uh, one second because uh, I'll, I want to tell a quick story. I never forget uh, getting the system done at George's house, uh, sort of coming home, uh, getting off the plane, you know, getting home and, and checking in on a mate. How's it going? What's, what's going on? And he's like, no, it's working great. I love it. Uh, I have it working in my car. And I went, excuse me? What, what, what do you what do you mean, George? What does that mean? He literally took the application that we built because he's he's a really smart guy and he loves to play, and he has it in his car's dashboard. He embedded it into the car's dashboard so he can see Adapt Energy while he's driving. It's the craziest, coolest thing. Do you have anything to say on that, George? Yeah, I, I was excited when I first got it on uh, uh, on on the dash, and I'm like, "Oh man, I can't wait to show Troy!" You know, I took a video and sent it to him. I'm like, "You know, check this out!" You know, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was really cool. It's yeah, I can. I'm actually looking at it right now. Uh, <laughs> so so yeah, it's 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 just really really cool to to see what my house is doing, what what consumptions. I mean, I can actually tell if my wife is cooking. You know. <laughs> I can I can see if the range is on, you know, and say, oh, she must be baking something or doing something. So I mean, that's that's I can see your consumption, and and that's something that's pretty cool. Any last thoughts that you have on home energy automation, or anything that you might want to say to homeowners out there thinking about making some of these changes to their home for better? you know, home energy solutions. Uh, George, we'll start with you first and then we'll uh, throw it over to Troy. Yeah. It, I mean, for any homeowner, especially here in Florida, having a backup system that is smart enough to forecast and see and adapt <laughs> uh, uh, with, with your house and your needs, uh, it just makes sense. And if you're looking for solar, 
um, just in general, a battery backup is a must. It, I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense to get any type of solar system if you can't store uh, the energy that you produce. And I know there's some states out there that don't have net metering. And, um, and I, you know, it, it, it makes sense if you're going to be making excess power, uh, store it, it's yours. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, look into battery backup and absolutely look into adapt energy. It's, it's really cool. Really cool. What you can do with it. And to dovetail what, what George is saying, it, it makes sense when you have all three of those components, the solar, the battery and a system that manages it, controls it, and provides you visibility above and beyond just the individual pieces and parts more as a system. Um, so yes, if you are a homeowner and you are interested, one of my favorite things to do is to educate people uh, on this because there, there's a lot to it. It's, it's complicated when you get down into the weeds with it, but the whole thing Adapt Energy really does is simplify the end user experience and put you in the driver's seat of how you produce and consume the energy in your home. Yeah. Well, George Ortiz, it's been a pleasure having you join us today. It's great to hear from someone using these solutions, and I appreciate you making the time. Absolutely. Ditto. And, uh, yeah, it's it's really really neat. I'm telling you, uh, I'm telling you all, all the, uh, the the homeowners out there definitely look into it if you're if you're looking into solar. And uh, yeah, it was a pleasure talking to you guys and uh, sharing my experiences. Yeah, and and then people out there, if you're looking to get it installed in your car, we'll we'll, we'll hook you up with uh, George's information. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> and as always, Troy Morgan, CEO of Pantech Design and Home Energy Automation Evangelist. It's great to have you with us today too. And if folks want to get in touch to learn more about how they can get their home optimized with energy automation, where's the best starting point and place for them to go? So you'll want to visit www.pantechdesign.com and click on the energy automation tab at the top. And uh, there's a, a ton of information, great videos. In fact, those videos that George mentioned uh, is how he, uh, how he found us and how he became excited about uh, the technology um, when, he, when he saw those. So take a look at those. And of course, feel free to reach out through, uh, through our website as well. Uh, we're happy to help. That's right. And uh, if you get the system out there, Joey's going to come to your house, hang out for a few days. He's going to bring George with you and uh, inspect your car. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, George and Troy, thank you both so much. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to Adapt Energy, brought to you by Pantech Design. Stay tuned for more episodes of the show coming up in the near future. But for now, this is your host, James Kent, saying stay safe, and we'll talk again soon.